Interior. Sean's living room. Afternoon. Sean, Thomas, Stephen, and Harvey all sit around a folding table that they got from Target for $40. Film Podcast. I am your host, Sean Deersaran, and today I have Stephen, Thomas, Harvey. Alright guys, so if you don't know by now, we will be reviewing John Wick Chapter 2. And before we do our review, let's go around the table and talk a little bit about ourselves. Being that this is our first episode, I feel like you guys should get to know us a little bit. So, my buddy here, Steve. I hate these moments because it reminds me of grade school when the teacher picks on you to introduce yourself. Uh... I'm Steven. Uh, so, I work and live in New York City, specifically Brooklyn. I live and then work in the city. Uh, I'm in the production field, so I'm production assistant. Uh, basically, just running around getting people coffee and doing everything the producer can't do. Almost like a intern. Yeah. Yeah. In a way. Yeah, I guess you could say that. Sounds fun. It's terrible. Uh, no, it's actually a lot of fun. It's because every day is different. I get to do uh, kind of just going on set and really just, I don't know, just being a part of it. It's really nice. It's not like being stuck in an office and just like just like pushing yeah. like paperwork. And we've all had that experience prior. Yeah. So, all right. So, Thomas. Well, I'm Thomas Shoma. Uh, live in New York City now. I could say that after uh, a week has gone by. I've I've been here for about a week, and we uh, are all actually not from here. Yeah, we're, we're, we're from, from uh, we're from Florida, small town in uh, Florida called Port St. Lucie. Um, really, what I had to do was was get out of there. Uh, th- these guys have, have been out for a couple of years now, um, but it's uh, I, I, w- a little bit about me. I I do film, I, I do freelance stuff, uh, music videos. Uh, some narrative stuff. Uh, that's why I came up here is to work on more narrative stuff, and uh, be be around creative people. Um, down there, there are no production. Oh, sorry, yeah. there are no production jobs down there, so you're pretty much stuck doing freelance for you know stupid, uh, stupid little jobs and stuff, <laughs> music videos, uh, things like that. So I'm here in New York City. Uh, I have no job right now. Uh, <laughs> what does it feel like to be unemployed? <laughs> Uh, it kind of sounds I'll, like you're trying I'll to ask you for what. employment. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Is this a job interview? Uh, you know, right now? I mean, uh, yeah, so I have no job right now. Um, if you're listening to this and you are in New York City and you have some leads for me, please let Give me the know. man a job. Yeah, I um, really need to work right but, now. But uh, other than that... He's so uh, hungry right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Sorry, did you guys hear my stomach growl? No, okay. Um, <laughs> I am super happy to be in this city. It's a beautiful city. Uh it's been a crazy week so far, and I really can't wait to see what happens next. I think you'll enjoy it. I think so, too. All right. Harvey? Hey. <laughs> <coughs> My name is Harvey. Um, 
I also live in Brooklyn and uh, work in Manhattan. I'm a producer at a video game company. Um, Nerd. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, pretty nerdy. So um, basically, I just it's hard to narrow like narrow down what I do exactly. I kind of just do everything, <laughs> anything that the company needs. Basically, um, I do. Um, I've also have been a part of a. Uh, creative efforts with uh these guys for a very long time yeah we've all worked on uh some form of another uh either music video or a short film and even just uh writing yeah. with each other so we've collaborated since, for a since very the long florida time. days yeah so yeah hopefully this will be a successful collaboration too we've actually had a as you can tell from the intro we've had a podcast called the word on film that pa- podcast lasted about uh i would say four months I, no, I was way on longer. One, but, uh, way longer? Uh, it felt yeah. like it was, four months, right? Uh, in spirit, it lasted longer than four months. Yeah. But, uh, like, I feel like it was like a year. Yeah. Maybe a year, but in our minds, <laughs> it'll never die. Yeah, yeah well, I wasn't a part of that. But yeah, I, Thomas I was actually a, part of another podcast. Yeah, I, was, I was on a comedy podcast. No, I mean, not Florida. as popular as World of Film, but it was, it was good. Yeah. yeah. I mean, uh, we'll, we'll see. We'll see. Let's count the views. Count the views up. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so it was a comedy podcast, kind of a, an idea show where we pick out topics with a good buddy of mine, a stand-up comedian, Phil Ismay. <laughs> shout nice out to shout him. Out. Shout out. Um, but yeah, I mean, I'm I'm here. I'm ready to talk films. I'm really excited. I know Sean should probably introduce himself, though. We went around the, the table. So Well, yep. Thanks for that. Uh, <laughs> I am Sean. I have a mustache. I am Guyanese. Uh I was born in Guyana, actually. Moved to New York Nobody when I was uh, six years old. Explain it. Lived in New York for a couple of years. Uh, then my family packed up and moved to Florida, where I met all these guys. Um, some great guys. Uh, oh, oh, yeah. We all went to high you. school together. Yeah. <laughs> most of us. Yeah, I didn't go to your, your guys' school. Yeah, just, yeah, that's another fun fact. I would say... I, I would go out on a limb here and say film films brought us together. I know for a fact... Uh, yeah, a yeah. television show brought me and Harvey together. What? A television show? Do you remember? Oh yeah, yeah. This is the Office. The Office. The I actually, office I know exactly office. what brought us together. The it creeps. was a film. Yeah, yeah the, the creeps. creeps. The yeah. the creeps is the first uh, short we've ever worked on. That was actually uh, me and Harvey's little passion project, if you uh, may. Yeah, Harvey. Yeah. Harvey's trying to sign <laughs> off on it right now. <laughs> Harvey's like, "Don't you fucking say my name." Uh with Steve, uh, the first time i met steve i gave him a recommendation that would forever change his life what, what, what was it i told you to watch the science of sleep mm. oh no no i i watched that on my own and then i mentioned it and you were like in shock that i knew what that was you're like you watched that movie and i'm like yeah and you're like you're See, genuinely down, down surprised in, that yeah, I I think, yeah that's what it was, that yeah, was he down, told me down to in florida it. it was hard to find people who were interested <laughs> yeah. in independent films and stuff like that so i could see where where you uh you guys connected there up here it wouldn't be a wouldn't be a big deal but down there it was so yeah so you can see that film did bring us together television the creative field and we've uh, stuck by it the last couple of years or so we've been doing um Thomas specifically he's been doing music videos freelance work uh hopefully this year he'll be helping us out with some uh, short films Let's and do some it. other projects uh so we're gonna try to keep this crew the cast of this show. Uh, we may or may not have a, a couple of guests here and there uh, in the I'm field. Some people up. Yeah, we might have some guests. It doesn't have to be film-related. Maybe some like uh, actors, models, designers. It'd be kind of <laughs> cool to get some different voices in here. 
but also center around the reviews of the movie. Maybe we'll sit down with those guests, uh, watch the movie, and see what their thoughts are as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but for the bulk of the show, we'll be doing reviews. Uh, we're going to try to keep the reviews under half an hour or so, because I know it can uh, sometimes, with our previous show, can go off the rails. That's and the best part. Some may say it's the best part, but <laughs> we want to get through the reviews so we can talk about some topics relating to the film uh, field. Anything within the creative field, I should say, and also things that we're working on in our life because we are actually here in the city, one, to get out for uh, Florida for a bit, uh, maybe forever, who knows, we'll see, and also just see what the city has to offer when it comes to creative opportunities. And I know some of us, we've been uh, kind of out of the game for a little bit, uh, me being the number one probably, but uh, hopefully this year things will change in a bit. I think no matter what, in Florida, even if I was working, I was out of the game. You're out of the game down there for the most part. I mean, that, that is a good point. Especially in that town. So I've I've come up here to try and plant myself in the game. But but with that, I think we can all bring something different to the table. Uh, mainly, I really like to write. Steven, he's been doing a lot of uh, behind-the-scenes stuff with his production house. So yeah, he's getting a stuff, yeah. good end of the business end, I would say, in the production. Mm-hmm. Um, would you say that's correct? Yeah, I think so. Uh, it's just learning how how everything is set up before, like, you know, even the camera guys get there. It's just kind of putting the building blocks together. So when they're there, everyone can kind of execute their job to the best of their abilities. So it's just, you know, yeah, just setting everything up, kind of teeing them off so they can just, you know. Yeah, which is definitely useful when it comes to, like, uh, anything production with film. Mm-hmm. So Thomas has acquired a couple of uh, skills along the way, uh, technically. Yeah, say. yeah, I've been really uh, into like composition and cinematography and stuff like that. Uh, it's definitely a, a skill that I'm pursuing, but I also want to do some writing and stuff too while I'm up here. It's easy to get inspired up here. Uh, wasn't so easy back home, but uh, I think uh, I think it's going to work out good. Of course. Uh, me and Harvey, we've written some stuff in the past. We've done some uh, films as well. We've done a film called uh, The Things You Always Remember. That was uh, forever ago. That was 2011. Yeah. We haven't done a short since. We started writing a short film uh, a year ago called Drift, where you were the lead actor. Yep. But like uh, everything else in our life, uh, we gave up on it. <laughs> um, Harvey I'm mainly... tell everyone that. Uh, this is kind of personal, but Harvey turned to drugs yep. and alcohol. Big so, time. oh wait, I like <laughs> you're gonna think you're being serious. <laughs> no, he didn't turn to drugs and alcohol. He just uh, just alcohol. Maybe I mean, a little bit. Um, didn't turn to alcohol. That was pretty much always there. <laughs> that story is actually based on alcoholic, not related to Harvey or anything. Just a story that we can also kind of relate to in a bit. But that being said, this is who we are. We will be your uh, podcasters. That'd be a great title for a show. What's that? This is who we are. This is who we are. <laughs> yeah, uh, never. You could continue. I was just. Yeah, could be. That could work in the. Uh, yeah, but I mean, the, you'd have to have different hosts every episode. Yeah. All <laughs> like right, homeless guys. people off the streets. Yeah. <laughs> that sounds kind of like Humans of New York, but in podcast. Yeah, you just go yeah. pull like homeless people off the street and have them That's talk it. about their lives. <laughs> I saw, dude, I tried to get a homeless guy on my previous uh, comedy podcast, but. What do you mean uh, tried? Did you look around uh, town no, and try I tried, to I tried one? to convince the, the other uh, co-hosts that it would be a good idea. And they're like, you really want that motherfucker in your home? It like, doesn't really point. sound like it would be too hard to get a homeless person to your home. No, six-pack like, hey, of natty ice. Do you want to go to a house? 
Uh, yes, I would love to to be in a house just for an hour. Oh. <laughs> so I know it's been kind of a crazy week with the snowstorm and everything. Uh, but uh, do you guys watch anything else besides John Wick? Yeah, um, I actually watched Moonlight, which uh, was written and directed by Barry Jenkins. It's a pretty good. Uh, it's like a coming of age film. Uh, mm-hmm. It's a uh, set in Miami too, which is. Very Damn. close State to uh, it's home origins. right there. It's yeah. home. I, I really want to see this film, so I want to hear what you got to say. Yeah, yeah. So it's kind of a like a story of a self discovery, and it's it's a really heavy movie to be honest, and it's heartbreaking in a lot of ways. But um, yeah, I kind of identified with it, uh, not because the obvious reason, <laughs> if you've seen the film, but uh, what's that? Yeah. You're not sexually curious. Uh, yeah, no, yeah, not the gate. Uh, I'm not. <laughs> I'm not gay. <laughs> but yeah, it's a uh, it's just. I don't know. I think there's something about growing up and trying to figure out who you are, and especially like in a setting like Florida, which can be pretty oppressive. Or yeah, oppressive for uh, people that stick out for uh, the wrong it, reasons. But um, yeah, I really like that movie. Um, another film that I saw was uh, directed by this uh, black female director, actually called uh, named Jesse Maple. She was actually the first uh, black woman or african-american woman to direct a feature um really yeah and was I, it recent no it was, oh, I was gonna her, say yeah, it was pretty recent though uh it was like 1972 or something and she was the first okay, that's kind of american yeah. yeah she was the first african-american woman to direct a feature um I, I actually saw her too she was in the theater when i what? watched the movie damn so that was pretty cool what, uh, what movie uh this was her second uh feature it's called it's called twice as nice um Honestly, it's not a great film. I didn't really enjoy it. It's kind of a, it's pretty bad to be honest, but it was, <laughs> I don't know. It's pretty cool to uh, see a movie like that, especially by like the first. It's just kind of a milestone. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, yeah, she was in theater, in the theater and did like a Q&A and stuff. Uh, it was right. at uh, BAM actually. I don't know if you guys have been to BAM before. I'm new here. Yeah. No, I've never been. So, yeah. When, when did you see this? Um, like a couple days ago, actually. Oh, huh. yeah. All right. Well, uh, thanks for the invite, Harvey. Oh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> Anybody else watch anything? Uh, well, so it's been a crazy week for me trying to move here. Yeah, like, you did just pick up and move your life. Yeah, so, yeah it's, it's ridiculous. I, I can't even explain how much of an uprooting this is, but I did manage. So I've never seen John Wick one, so I was like, ah, shit, we're doing John Wick two for the podcast. Which would make see. sense to watch it, I suppose. Yeah, I was like, I gotta see John Wick one. Because it's so just the deep the story. So well, you know, in the beginning, I guess the, the first uh, scene, we'll, we'll get into it. But uh, yeah, I saw John Wick 1. Um, I don't really have much to say about it because uh, I don't think John Wick 1 and John Wick 2 are that different. Um, but yeah, we'll cool, get more into that. Cool I, subtitles, I yeah. mean, right? Uh, it's directed by uh, David Leach and uh, Chad Stahelski. Uh, I think there's two directors according to the interwebs there. Um, yeah, I I don't want to say too much about this because it's a lot of the stuff I have to say is similar to what I would say about John Wick Chapter Two. So I think I'm just gonna uh, we'll see, that's, just yeah. gonna save it for John Wick uh, Two. So okay. if mm-hmm. you guys have have seen anything, let's uh, let's hear it. Uh, 
no, you I can't just, tell me you haven't watched one film in the last couple. I weeks. mean, I watched, I rewatched. I w- wish I was here. I know what he's been watching. What? I've been watching Terrace House. Terrace House. Oh, yeah. You guys have been Fuck trying to get me yes. to watch that. Terrace House is the best is fucking show. All right, show. so somebody tell me what this show is. No, you, I've been you, hearing about it. See, the thing is, to explain it will be ridiculous. Yeah. Because you're like, like you watch that shit? And it's, it's just like, it's so good. All right, I, we're, I, we're it's a Japanese show. It's reality a, show. It's a Japanese reality show. Oh, okay, I'm in. Uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's... Wait, Netflix. when you say reality, you mean like real people? Yeah, like so it's real not like world, a mockumentary? Basically. Yeah, think of the real world. Yeah. Okay. But not as... As Japanese? Like the, yeah. I'm fucking in, dude. Yeah. I'm in. Oh, yeah. Okay. See, we got to take her. It's not shitty in any way. This week, uh, me and Shomo, that's her uh, that's that's your, homework. That's your assignment. Watch yeah. Terrace House, and yeah. we can have a whole Wait, episode can you dedicated spell it? to it. Spell the word? Terrace House. Terrace? Yeah, a terrace. Oh, okay. Like they terrace. said terrace. Yeah, I was thinking terrace. terrace. Yeah, every yeah. time T-A-R-A. I mention someone, they always think terrace. terrace? Are you watching Terrace House? Terrace what is house? that? Like, what is that? I was thinking it was like Terra Reed's house or something. Yeah, that's what I thought. All right, so it's on Netflix, so I'll check it out. Yeah, but don't watch... But here's the problem. Do not watch Aloha State because that's the new season that came out. You need to watch Boys and Girls in the City. God, this sounds so fucking stupid. It does sound stupid when you say I'm confused and intrigued at the same time. Oh, It's just... Oh man, no! We'll, you guys watch it this week, even if you don't watch a lot of it. Just watch a few episodes, okay? And we can talk about it next yeah, week. Yeah, I'll, I'll briefly. Yeah, uh, me and Har—I was so surprised. Harvey was just like, he's like, "You watch Terrace House?" And we're like, <laughs> it was just a moment. I'm like, I'm, I'm not I'm alone. A, I'm a Japanese fan. Well, boy, now I'm so. sold. I'm gonna watch it. Yeah, yeah. you have to. All okay. right, with that, let's jump into John Wick chapter you two. Seen yeah, so? you need yeah, to yeah, tell you us just, what you saw. What did I watch? Just twenty twenty something. Oh yeah. Well, I've been going to the movies a lot this week. Um. The last couple of weeks, I should say. The last one I saw was 20th Century Women. Uh, this film was, uh, it was getting a lot of praise uh, throughout the nation. Uh, I believe it was entered in cons. I'm not sure how it's doing right now, but it comes in at like, uh, I believe it comes at like 95% of Rotten Tomatoes. God damn. It was directed by uh, Mike Mills, who's uh, the director of The Beginners, who... Uh, that's I like that film. Yeah, me and Steve saw this film a few years ago, and I absolutely love this movie. Mike Mills is actually he's a composer as well. Did you know that? No, I didn't. And I, if I'm not mistaken, I did think he. Uh, I do believe he composed the score for The Beginners as well. That beautiful score that runs throughout the entire movie. I believe he and uh, someone else collaborated to make that score. Which that is beautiful. movie's just Beginners is just like just. I feel like melancholy is like the best way to describe yeah. that movie. It's just. What do you think of 20th Century uh, Women? Overall, I liked it. I believe I gave it a a three out of five on le- my Letterbox account. Uh, Letterbox that's not very good though. Is huh? That's not very. I good. feel like three, three out, out of five is good. Here's what. Here's the thing. It's like uh, worth a watch. Yeah, uh, three out of five. Yeah, three out of five is a check it out. You might like it. I personally, you know, enjoyed it for what it was, but I didn't love it. Mm-hmm. But I didn't. Hate you're not it. gonna. You're not gonna think about it too much further. Yeah, like it's it a- happened after you watch yeah. it. <laughs> Uh, I went to see this movie with my girlfriend. Uh, she absolutely loved it. I, I'd say it, she probably gave it a 5 out of 5. I can see why certain people can enjoy this movie. But for me, the movie, it centers on one specific point. But it doesn't truly evolve from beginning to the end. Uh, there's really no progression in what it's trying to get across. I would say the performances are very strong. Um, Annette Benin, uh I believe that's her name. Annette Benin. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, Annette Benin. Uh, she probably will get an Oscar nom, maybe. We'll see. But for me, this film doesn't work in the way the beginners worked. They were both on this very melancholy tone of delivering dialogue and presenting 
cinematography and the score. But my main gripe with this movie is that it doesn't really progress into anything. It centers. It just has the same beat from beginning to end. Nothing uh, happens. Nothing really happens. There's way too much exposition. Everything is explained. There's nothing that's left to the imagination. Mm-hmm. Uh, everything that you should feel and sense mm-hmm. is delivered by an actor's dialogue. Damn. And the dialogues from each character is delivered like they're all singing the same song. Like everything was written in one voice. Mike mm-hmm. Mills. Um, but I did enjoy the editing. The editing was superb. I thought the cinematography was amazing. They did a really good job capturing uh, 1970s uh, Los Angeles with skate skate and uh, punk culture. But besides that, uh, I don't think the plot really works for everyone, specifically me. But uh, I think you guys should watch it. Maybe you uh, you will disagree or, or agree. But uh, that's just so briefly wait, what, what I want to mention. What about is it? it like? What's it about? Did you already explain that? Yes, the movie is about like a quick, you know? a mother who is kind of late into her. Uh, having a child she had a child when she was in her late 40s she's now 50 something and she has a teenage son and it's kind of difficult for her to run her life as a single mom and raise this teenage uh teenager and she actually owns kind of like a boarding house and she kind of uh enlists her uh tenants to help take care and raise her child because they're a little bit in tune with the generation mm-hmm. which uh she is not so the story kind of centers on this coming-in-age aspect of this child uh, going into from uh, teenage years to his late uh, teenage years, falling in love, dealing with sex, dealing with drugs and alcohol. And she's just trying to keep a clear mind and let him get involved with these things to learn a lesson. That's really what the story's about. Cool but beyond mom. that, nothing's really. I feel like nothing's really resolved in the end. Which can work for some films, but for some reason just didn't work in this movie. There's no like self discovery, it's just like come and go. Yeah, it's it's briefly touched upon in exposition, but that's about yeah. it. I don't want to say too much because I know you guys haven't seen it. Okay. But uh I think Harvey, you've been meaning to watch it. So Yeah, I was gonna see it last week, but uh yeah, had to cancel. So yeah, check it out. You might agree with me, I have a feeling. So Steve, you should definitely watch it as well. I think you it's a, it's similar in style of tone to uh Wish I Was Here. Mm-hmm. So I think you might enjoy it as well. But if no no one else has another movie, I think we should jump into the main review. Yeah, yeah. Which John is John Wick. Wick Chapter Two. Chapter Two. So my boy John, what do you guys think about the title? First of all, I like Chapter it. Two. You don't I see mean, a lot of movies in modern days that's uh, listed as Chapter Two. Back, a lot of like action movies and like dramas were uh, titled like this in the seventies and sixties. Yeah, yeah, it could be like a homage to that. Speaking of homage, I mean, I don't know if you guys thought like the end was like a homage to Enter the Dragon, but um, I can't remember. The yeah. I don't want to give anything away. But okay, so, yeah. but I can't remember involved. too much about Enter the Dragon. Um, so this film stars Keanu Reeves reprising his role as John Wick, the title character. Uh, it is directed by Chad Stahelski, who was also I don't know if you guys know this, a stuntman for all the Matrix movies. Mm. So he actually had a huge career as a stuntman. John Wick 1 was his first directorial debut, and John Wick 2 followed that. Mm. So the synopsis reads, After returning to the criminal underworld to repay a debt, John Wick discovers that a large bounty has been put on his life. That is a vague synopsis by IMDb, I admit. So this film, some technical details here. I don't know if you guys might be interested into it. But uh, it was made for $40 million, which is kind of on the low end. Whoa, that's pretty yeah, cheap. That's fucking low. In its opening weekend, which the weekend's not even over yet, this was recorded this morning, uh, it grossed 
40.6 mil. That's insane. So it already 40, surpassed its budget. So 40 mil to make it? I mean, that's, yeah. that's, that's got to be some cheap. sort of record for what they what they pulled off. I mean, and yeah. currently, this film holds a 90% approval rate on Rotten Tomatoes. Now, yeah, not both of these films. Uh, yeah. John Wick 1 and 2. I think the second two. one has uh, better praise than the first, from what I remember. They're both really high on Rotten yeah. Tomatoes. And, and that's that's actually kind of like, do you have, do you have any more? Because that's actually the one thing I want to kind of get into. <laughs> Me too, that, yeah. Yeah, because... I don't. I honestly don't. I don't get how this movie got a higher rating than John Wick One. Okay, uh, explain. Okay, I guess we're getting into review territory. Yeah, that's. Now. I want to jump Go right in. Let's start, start, start with Steve. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We we never start with me. It's so weird, but I feel like I have to say it because at the end of the day, I walked out of that movie complete. Like I was in entertained and enthralled and i was like oh man this is like i love when the fucking gun kata shit comes out and he's like running around doing tumbles and shooting people and it's in, it's fun and gun enjoyable fu. but it, is it called gun fu? <laughs> <laughs> the more technical term yeah uh, but at the end of the day i was just like man well I yeah was, i mean it's it was a lot like a, of a lot of point blank headshots yeah uh, but this film has to be made it has to be made because i know for a fact if this was uh me Trapped in a fourteen-year-old Shomo body, I want um, another one. I would love this fucking movie. I really would. Mm-hmm. It's just who I was. I loved that show. I loved like uh, yeah. like Tony Jaa, even though the the story and dialogue was just absolutely ridiculous. Um, and then that yeah, that's the thing. it's I like mean, it plays up the fact it's just, that it's ridiculous. But the, my my biggest issue is is like, I don't understand why the, you know, there's so many high ratings for for both of these films. They work. Mm-hmm. They they have their audience. Mm-hmm. I happen to think that audience is fucking fourteen-year-old boys or thirteen, thirteen-year-old <laughs> boys, which is our our, uh, our. I think we're stepping on a dangerous territory here, saying that the only people that enjoy this are thirteen-year-old boys. No, 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 I don't. I don't want to offend anybody, but I mean, it doesn't. Sorry, fourteen-year-old boys. It doesn't. I don't want to offend adults who like it. Is I think what maybe Harvey's getting at. I, I enjoy offending it. me. Uh, I, I, oh it's, shit! It's a good, it's All a right, good so let me, let me action explain. movie. I haven't seen. It's a good, a good action, action movie, but it doesn't bring anything new to the table. To the shoot 'em up. I want to see some, some me, style added into a shoot 'em up. It's got you know comic book characters. You know, it's it's like a it's like a comic book. I think it's more thing. of a video game. Yeah, com- like video uh, game. Yeah. You feel like you're playing a video game. You have you have an objective. Something happens. You have to go kill all the people in that. You know. It's. There's always like a a new objective, like a video game, and then it's just action in between with some cutscenes. Yeah. And the things uh, I'll let Harvey jump because I feel like he's he. he I feel like I've already like, offended him. Yeah, Fuck. yeah. I feel like Harvey needs to jump in real quick. I oh, see a lot jump, of head shaking in. over there, so let's. Uh, he's like, he's like <laughs> Harvey's used to going first. That's I, I'm surprised you didn't pull. Harvey's a, always kind of jumping I, in. I'm surprised you didn't pull a Donald Trump. Wrong. Wrong. <laughs> Wrong. Um. Yeah. I. I disagree with everything that was just said. Wrong. I agree. <laughs> I, I yeah, I disagree with everything. Um, okay. I I really like both of these movies, and I don't believe it's because I have like a <laughs> I have like thirteen year old sensibilities. I just like a mindless action, but these films they do what they do really well, which is they just show lots of stylized action. Mm-hmm. Uh, the characters are pretty minimal for the most part, which. I don't think it's a bad thing in in this case. Mm. It's um, yeah, just it does what it's supposed to do. It's a great action movie. It's I believe it's very different in a lot of ways too. 
like this is very similar to like the raid if you've ever seen the raid um raid's amazing these aren't like classic action movies that have a bit of action and then like they have to prep up for another mission and they fucking fly across the country and then get into more action like this is just action on top of action like everything's like a it's like uh he's constantly in motion and the action Snowball happens effect. along the, all, the way yeah, all yeah. the time, it's, which it, I really it like. It kind of reminded me of like The Protector yeah. with Tony Jaa. Yeah. Yeah. But me, my only thing is that I, I loved all that, and I think this movie should be made. I just, the style wasn't there. Like, uh, I could have had like a, like a sprinkled in a little bit of like, you know, Guy Ritchie or something. All right. This is, let me put it out there because I feel like I, maybe I gave it a neck. He's like, I loved John Wick 1. Oh, you did? Yeah, I really, really like John Wick 1. And this is what I was saying when I walked out of it. I don't understand how this one got a higher rating because I thought story-wise and character-wise and action-wise, the first one did a better job because... I agree. I agree yeah, I that. think the first one did a better job. And that's the only thing I'm saying. I really don't get it because I feel like John Wick 2 is literally more of the same, which is not a bad thing. John Wick 2, I mean... If you like, love John Wick 1, then you can't go wrong. Yeah, exactly. It's John more the Wick same 2. thing, and it's not a bad thing. I think but also just, for you specifically is that John Wick 1 was such a surprise It was hit. a surprise. And mm-hmm. the thing okay. about it, you have to realize that this film, in a way, it is self-aware. Yeah. And it is, it's playing mm-hmm. homage, from what I read online, it is playing uh, like homage to older films like yeah. uh, John Woo movies, Hard Boiled. I, um, I think the end was Hard Target. End of the Dragon for sure, but yeah. Yeah, so the thing about this movie, you have to realize it's come, it's being placed against movies like Jack Reacher, Taken, and Pierre Morel films like uh, Run All Night, movies like that. So it's kind of like placed into this world where everything is on the nose. The dialogue is cheesy, the set pieces are grand, and you have all these characters running around, sh- just shooting them up. Um, but I think it's a much better compared to those movies. By far, mm-hmm. I'd say if I had to give an example of what I like more stylistically, is I really enjoyed like Smoke and Aces. I think there was a little bit more style there. I was thinking about that movie, the but other day. this this was good. But I think I enjoyed. I don't know because maybe the action like doesn't you know tickle me as much as it used to. But I really did enjoy like the the absolutely ridiculous underground culture, like the society of yeah. Yeah, yeah. it does a great job. All the scenes where all the scenes where he was. Uh, where he was just kind of uh, checking in and out of the hotels and stuff. They're always good. Mm-hmm. It's, those are good scenes and good uh, plot devices. Um, but I, uh, yeah, I don't know. I just don't, uh, didn't, I don't know. I'm just getting old man-itis or something. I don't know. I think I think I liked it more than uh, the two of you. I like this movie a lot, actually. I would say I like it more than the first. Um, I just think those, the hand-to-hand combat was amazing. They spent an enormous time practicing for this movie. Mm-hmm. And you could tell that from just by the cinematography. Yeah. The camera movement doesn't move too fast to where it's kind of like high in the fact. And there's not a lot of cuts between the fighting sequences, yeah. which is good. The fighting sequences was like oh, incredible. Probably the best aspect of the film. The gun sequences, the gun caught stuff was kind of repetitive and tedious at times. I and think it got really tedious during that one really? particular scene, the, the underground, like... Uh, yeah, when there's, like, yeah, when they're in, in Rome, the, kind of the catacombs, mm-hmm. so the uh, sound sound system at the. But I think Regal just alone, the hand to hand combat was incredible. I think there sh- could have been more of that stuff, uh, a little bit less of the gun fu uh, shoot 'em yeah. up scenes. But I feel uh, like they had to do it though. I feel like they I, yeah, felt like because a I a part of me really liked all the fucking headshots, and I, I know for a fact that a little part of me, the pencil scene was uh, fucking you know, great. Yeah. That scene was See, fun. everything Everything for me in this movie works. Everything from the techno rave music, 
uh, the set pieces, the mm-hmm. jump from location Do to you like country. The humor? Uh, I the, thought the humor was self aware. Yeah. So it works that, for me really well. Uh, it did its job. Yeah. I yeah, think it just is like the corn, really corny. The, the, some of the scenes, uh, they border corny to badass. And it's, it's a very thin line. And it's just Ke- how much Keanu of it Reeves they buy into it. A, he's comical, kind of, because he's, he he really, I think he adds to that, like, self-aware humor. He really yeah. has no fucking... Uh, emotion. The thing he about doesn't yeah, emote at all. also have the factor, and Keanu Reeves spent, like, a year training for this movie. Yeah. There's a clip that went viral of him, like, doing all these, like, rolling around guns, shooting with live ammo. Yeah. It's incredible. Like, you guys should watch it. Let's check that out. He's he, Like, he, he did all of his stunts, like, most of the stunts for this movie. He's perfect for these type of movies. Yeah. I, yeah. It um, doesn't require, his, like, he puts a, a lot of dedication into these uh, combat movies. And it doesn't require, like, a range at all or, like, a <laughs> or like a lot of emotion. It just requires uh, his presence, mostly. Yeah. And, like, that confidence and he's just really, to um, do this shit. He's just really, like, every word he says is just, like, confirmed. You know, he's just yeah. like, yeah, I yeah, will. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, he um, might have had like maybe ten. But however, I gotta say, John Wick, very. If you're going to look for a, a, a protagonist or a hero in a film, I don't think he's a very good hero. I mean, this is all he's a, Im- a he's immature and selfish. I mean, he's just, and I think that's what makes it more interesting than is it if they made it like a, um, like a. Kind of like a Fast and the Furious type film. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, this he, movie is set up to be a trilogy. Yeah. Obviously. Yeah. Um, and I'm excited. But it's, for you know, it, like, you know, like it. it's it's a vengeance story. I'm more so curious to where the third uh, installment is going to go. Mm-hmm. I was actually, I Have wasn't sure where this one was going to go at all. And I'm like, uh, not to spoil anything, but like at the end, I was extremely happy where it went and how it's going to set up for yeah. the third movie because I was sitting there, I'm like, it's like, where can this fucking go, really? I know where it's going to go. And then, and then it just, it's at the end, the you're like, Where's it gonna go? It's going to the Matrix. <laughs> Lawrence Fisher is obviously gonna come back. He's Did you guys like back. that uh, oh, Matrix oh, reference yeah, in the movie? Yeah, was definitely a Matrix. Reference. Yeah, I wanted <laughs> like you have a choice. Yeah, I wanted to talk. I think Lawrence uh, Fishburne. I think he's my favorite character in the in whole the movie? film. He's, he's like a cameo. But, yeah, you uh, might have especially liked that uh, hobo segment of the movie. Yeah, you know, you know it's I, a hobo culture. So. Yeah, I like hobo culture. You know, um, but no, I really like the. You almost dare yourself too, I'm, aren't you? Close. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm very close. To, on the line, <laughs> very, very close. One weekend already there. Uh, but yeah, as I was saying, like John Wick, he's just a very. Uh, it, this is an adult movie because it's. It has like the action for the 14 year old boys, but like, I guess in the sense that it, uh, he's not a real hero. This is just like a like a vengeance vengeance uh, type film because like in the beginning i don't know like can we talk about the first scene i haven't seen the yeah. trailer so yeah, i don't know what to give away yeah. um but i mean he goes back to get his car and he just fucking destroys it <laughs> it's the car is just it's fucked um uh, so he but he did it just to get his like to, to make a point so yeah it's a the principle That's and all and out. all of this could have been avoided yeah, if he he just you know. Said, well, all of this could have been avoided in the first movie if he just yeah, exactly. let it go. Exactly. Let it in the first the, movie, that he doesn't want to come back. So this out of really goes to show that you're you're, all, you're along the ride with a selfish man, and and that's the movie. It's like a vengeance, vengeance tale. It's not like a like a good guy versus Righteous evil. Tale. Yeah, it's yeah. not like a good versus evil. It's like. Yeah, it's just two. Yeah. It's usually it's usually evil. him, and then a like a more shittier person that he has to go kill. And that's what it all comes down to. You're it's always like a like there's always like an end goal. It's a whole world of villains. Yeah, like yeah everyone's whole, a bad guy. Every guy's like, a bad guy. You're just choosing to 
Because he's not as bad as the yeah, other he's people. Bad yeah, yeah, he's, he's your bad guy. Yeah, he's your bad guy. Of the villains. Oh. Um, I like the first one better. The uh, first, and, that, and that's what it all comes down to is that the first one, it was like, it was like it gave us these like vague hints at this underground world, and we we're like, oh man, this is like I want to know a little bit more about it. But it was able to keep that structure of like the main antagonist. And like these are who these are who the people are, and this is who he's going after. It's like, but when you get into the second chapter two, you have like this whole world that you have to like kind of like wrap your head around. And I think that's what that's why I think it was two hours. It didn't feel like two hours, but yeah. it the was like really just up world from building the beginning until the very end. Also, yeah, exactly. Um, it was just world building the whole time, and it's like a lot to kind of. There's no real villain there. I'm like, I was like, oh, he was great. He was just like, he was kind of whiny and kind of shitty, and I was just like whatever about it like he didn't really do anything for me yeah so it's like as much as it, the film didn't really like you know do much for me i mean i i'd probably give it like a maybe a three out of five um but i mean what what's really nice is like all the reloading you had to do like i love that sense of realistic uh oh fuck gotta reload you know yeah He's, they, they kept that throughout so cool. all both movies they 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 made sure he had to reload. The I, I didn't like, count his bullets, but like yeah, it's it's part of this. It's part of like what makes it look cool because it's always like some ridiculous way of reloading. I feel like I Vin feel Diesel like, uh, clips and stuff. I feel like Vin Diesel that's doesn't specifically reload. Uh, an homage to uh, Hard Boiled, the reloading. Like for apparently, like, and yeah. Just like okay, yeah, mm-hmm. but there, yeah, there's a lot of times where he just you know he just has to like all right, I have like my three. favorite part is when he throws guns at people. Yeah. <laughs> he, I was like, for that the entire movie actually he's like literally just chucks it at someone I'm like Jesus Christ yeah it's like a video game challenge you, know? yeah, you have to do it you know you have to it's like that video game super hot objectives. have you played that yet super hot have you yeah. played yeah, yeah it just looks just like it you guys have to I'm check curious it out. to curious to see what uh, each of you uh, think about the uh, common <laughs> the common oh <laughs> I wanted to talk <laughs> about <laughs> that I mean he's oh. in every action movie now I like yeah. Including smoking aces. Yeah. yeah, I usually hate common in movies because he's he's a pretty bad actor and he's always unbelievable. Like just, just he just does really unbelievable performances, not in a good way. Like he's just he's just like, <laughs> <laughs> like what's his uh, brother point, from Chicago doing in Rome? <laughs> but uh, I really like common in this movie. Actually, I like common in this movie a lot. Yeah, I think he's one of the yeah best parts of this movie. It, uh, he actually has my favorite scene in this movie as well, too, which I don't want to give away. Oh, but it's yeah. in the train sequence. Okay, so. I, I really I like their first encounter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, really, I really like their first encounter. You yeah. can tell that, like, because uh, it's, it's kind of ironic in a way, because we're, we're, like, rooting for John Wick. But he is, like, a pretty selfish dude, and he's, like, doing some pretty bad shit. And he he kind of does some bad shit to Common, and Common's trying to get vengeance against John Wick. Yeah, there's some charisma there, yeah. So, it's kind of, I don't know, it makes you think, like, who is the bad guy at this point? Yeah, that's what I was saying. This yeah. is, you really can't yeah, say who's good or bad. Like it's, it's just people. all villains. Because in my opinion, Common was just definitely, like, a more righteous person. Although yeah. Although he was technically a villain, I guess. They're all yeah. they're all villains. It's yeah, they're a, all uh, assassins in this uh, underground world. And it's hard to, like, distinguish, like, who has better morals than each other. Mm-hmm. But, uh, Do you guys want to go to that hotel? Because the a one lot in, uh, of it's Wall in New Street? York City. Um, it's in Wall Street, right? Fulton Ave or something? Is it a Flatiron? No, it's not. Yeah, it looks I like think it's Lower East Side or so, Manhattan. I just go in there and be like, hey, uh, 
Is it, is it true? <laughs> Bring like fake <laughs> fake gold coins. Is the plop manager them on the ping? <laughs> is the manager it? Yeah, he'll see you upstairs. <laughs> Walk in there with my pit bull. So uh, you guys have anything left to say? Um, Any final thoughts? There's a lot to say about this movie. It really is. So. Uh, what's that really? girl's I feel name? Like there's not the much. deaf girl, Ruby. Ruby Rose. Yeah, yeah. Oh, the girl. She from... at the end of it, I feel like she had literally the most pointless. Like I could yeah. do. She was completely like because she didn't have any. She was just there. I, I could like, do without her in the whole film. We could right? honestly, if yeah. she was removed, nothing would have changed. There's no reason she needed to be deaf. It was just I, I to, like, yeah, that was another thing. I was, I was trying. I was so I like confused. That, though. Really? I think because I think they were uh, out of character. I think that was. Re- I think that was a reference to the raid too. Maybe. Uh, or maybe probably more far-reaching than that, but um, I kind of lo- I like the idea of her character. I like the idea of like a badass chick that's deaf. But yeah, I feel like they could have made her more badass because the fight scene at the end didn't really. Yeah, I it, thought it was going to be more epic than it was. If she was doing things throughout more throughout the movie and they made and her honestly, more like play bigger player and all, yeah. then it would have it would have been more like satisfying. It's kind of like why does this dude have like a ninety pound? Girl is a bodyguard. <laughs> and not not only is she ninety pounds, she's deaf. Yeah. I mean, what the fuck? You couldn't like she can't be that good. Yeah, like, someone's gonna sneak up on you. And kill yeah, you, dude. Why do you, you can't to- even hear the gunshots. <laughs> I know you don't have daredevil like powers. This is the you know this isn't a an alternate universe. That was a weird casting choice. Well, yeah. I don't know. We Very don't know peculiar. If she could have been. She mute. she kind of just reminded me of like uh, not as bad, but like. If you remember uh, Ronda Rousey in The Fast and the Furious, I was just like, oh, get this bitch. I don't watch screen. those movies. Oh, you should. I, ref- I refuse to watch those uh, you movies. You need to watch uh, them. I don't, just to, I don't really watch them anymore. Because I, I watched one trailer for Fast 7. And you mean like, the new one? Is it No, Coming is out? it 6. Which one was it that, that came out before uh, uh, Paul Walker died? The last one he was in. Was, uh, Seven. Who fucking cares? And he was like, and like Vin Diesel had this, like, he had an interview. He's just like, this movie's about family. And I'm like, <laughs> did you see? I don't I'm know. Like, did you guys? It is fuck, about family. I'm like, get the fuck out of here. It's a, it's, a stro- uh, it's a struggle. <laughs> me and my it's family, me survival. and my family have to fucking and blow like, shit up with tanks all the time. Yeah, that makes uh, sense. Did you, did you guys see the trailer for the new one? For what a family yeah. is. If it is, then they're geniuses. Did I you, just didn't see it. Did you see the trailer? Because it played. I don't know what cinema you guys went to, but uh, they played the trailer for the new one in uh, John no, Wick 2. And no, it, no. Lo- it looks fucking ridiculous. It looks so bad. I can't wait Oh no! to talk about we can't, it we can't here. I, you guys. I mean, watching. we're probably going to review it. Are we? <laughs> I because, assume. Because we watched... I think I watched Fast Five one time when you were watching not, it. I'm and it was like a ridiculous that. scene. And I'm like, I can't do this. I need to leave. <laughs> I think that movie will be hilarious to review. So we're probably going to end up reviewing oh, it fuck, in the summer. Man. When does it come in summer? Do I have to watch um, the other movies probably. to follow, yeah. to keep along? We'll see. No. We'll talk about it. <laughs> Absolutely not. No. <laughs> I don't think you have to watch any of them to follow along. No, of course not. Anyone the first else? one. thoughts on John Wick? Uh, yeah. Yeah, after we got derailed by Fast. Uh, it's worth it. <laughs> I mean, no. Uh, like I said before, I guess I'll just give my final thoughts at least. Uh, not rated. to... Not from what I initially said. It's not like I hated the movie, but I did. I don't understand why. I mean, I, I get it. I get it. It's it's more the same, but I still think that the first one is a better movie. I, I'm just surprised that, that the critics on uh, the tomatoes, rotten the, the tomatoes that are rotten, mm-hmm. are. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I feel like usually they're douchier than that. I mean, I feel like they they hate movies like well, not hate, but like. They usually have a negative. I, I've board. seen them review movies that work, like sh- like you know uh, action movies like this that 
work, but they're like, Ew. they kind of say what I said, like, oh, didn't bring anything new. Um, and uh, both of these are like right around ninety percent or something. Mm-hmm. So I guess it just works for everyone. Uh, yeah. I I was entertained. I put on the first one. So all right, so let me. I put on the first one as homework because I was like, ah, oh, I have to see the second one, so I should see the first one. I put it on. I'm like, ugh. Here we go. I got to fucking get through this shit. And it hooked me in. Like, 20 minutes in, I was like, all right, um, I'm in this, so. Yeah, <laughs> the guy I, I imagine could... his dog. Can't you? <laughs> yeah, the dog. Yeah, fuck. See, me. that was such, like, it's so ridiculous, but yeah, it I'm worked. A cat guy. Yeah. It really did work. Like, you just, like. And this was just a continuation of it. It's a continuation yeah. of it, and there's yeah. nothing wrong with that. So. Yeah, so. I, I, I'd say I'd give it a three. Three. One thing that's a good score. That's like, oh, check it out. It wasn't amazing, but it's good. I didn't. Yeah, you didn't love it, but you still enjoyed. What do you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, one to five. Think about it. Can you do? Come back to me real quick. Can we do decimals? Harvey, final thoughts. Uh, Yes, we can do decimals. Still do three. Um, Give us a little quick uh, summary of your thoughts. um, I thought you just did. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I don't know if I. I say give us statement before you give us a rating. Yeah. I mean, I like I like the movie a lot. Uh, I like the stylized action. I like the gun foo. I like Keanu Reeves a lot. Um, Everyone loves Keanu Reeves. It's just, I don't know. I really like action films like this. Um, we don't get them very often that, that like this, like, though. In the style of like the Reed and uh, yeah, stuff like that. Um, I, I'd give it a four out of five. It's a good score. Okay. Uh, like I said, I love the hand-to-hand combat. I think the movie looks amazing. The cinematography is great. The colors look fantastic. Keanu Reeves, he's, he's a badass. No matter what anyone says, he's mm-hmm. awesome. He's a great guy. Uh, we've we've hung out a couple times. He's cool. Yeah. <laughs> Tune in next week. He's gonna be on the show. Yeah. yeah so be careful what you guys say on this one. He might listen. <laughs> uh, I guess my rating, real quick. Uh, I would I do agree with both of you guys. Cinematography. I love how the way the action scenes were shot. So that's definitely goes to play. Uh, I just think honestly, for me, it was just the story. It's just kind of it was just there to facilitate the action. Uh, so at the end of the day, I think I'll give it like 3.75689. Okay. Is that pie? That's a lot higher. Than- <laughs> yeah. That's a weird score because I like this movie a lot and I, I only gave it three and a half. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, I guess I liked it more than Yeah, three is my, three's <laughs> my, like, I guess three is like probably won't watch it again, but it's still good. Yeah, John Wick 1, I think honestly it's like a four out of five. Yeah, actually, no, I think it was high. I really like that movie. It's just a fun action movie to throw on yeah. and like, and people were like, oh, that movie looks dumb. Like, oh, yeah, my, so my problem is I didn't see it when it came out. I think that's when the, the sleeper hit yeah, effect would, just like, would be would be more. Kind of like, uh, fuck, I just saw something that was a sleeper hit last year. I, I don't remember. But yeah, I think that I didn't get that effect because I, I, I went into it like homework. Not like, let's see what this shit's about. Walk into a theater and, and see it. Uh, um, so so yeah. uh, Jesse's walking in. So we got a little. Uh, we got a surprise guest on the show today. What's up, man? Do you want to sit down and us uh, give you a review? You guys? <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing? But uh, so did you give it a score? I gave it a three. Okay. Yeah. Harvey, you gave it a four. Yep, four to five. I we're, give it. We're a all like in between five. three and four. Yeah. And he gave it pie. Super hot. Watch now. I'll give it a what? I, you gave it pie. <laughs> I gave it a pie. <laughs> all right uh i'm sitting in jesse's chair right now sorry i didn't know you're gonna be home all right so that is it i guess for john wick chapter two 
So we all give it a resounding. I think well, go yeah. watch that shit. Yeah, watch it this week. I think so. It's a fucking. It's an action movie, it's man. It's a fucking it's orchestra men. of violence. And it's it also like we don't get action if you guys anymore, if, Phil. if we were gonna do the podcast on something very. Uh, uh, like a long, emotionally driven film. I don't think I can handle it with this week. Like moving here and everything. I think jo- John Wick was the then perfect. Do not thing. watch. Fucking Manchester breaks down see. during yeah. the show. Dude. Starts crying. Yeah, I'm like I can't handle this emotion right now. Yeah, John Wick Two is the perfect film for me to fucking uh, yeah settle myself into New York. All right, so I wanted to get you guys' opinions here uh, for what we should watch on the next episode. Um, so we have three main options here. You got to keep in mind it is February. Not Fuck. uh, you know the not the best <laughs> movies come out this time of year, <laughs> so we have a couple options here. I'll just read it off. The Great Wall, mm, a cure for wellness, and Fist Fight. Those are the big releases for next week. Oh, oh man! <laughs> so we're not looking at anything too hey, major here. What was that second one? The cure uh, for, cure wellness. for wellness. Explain the, the cure for wellness to me. Uh, yeah. Dane DeHaan, Mia Goth, Jason Isaac. The, oh, I, I know. don't know if you've seen the trailer. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's interesting. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I wouldn't mind watching The Cure for Wellness. It's, been, it's already gotten bashed. Oh. I'm not supposed yeah. to know that yet. I mean, All right. Um, fist Fight, I think I'm not going to watch I'm that. Not, I'll I'm just not. say right off the bat. No, I'm fine with yeah. no fist fight. <laughs> uh, I know not, for a fact you guys are not into The Great Wall. We're just fucking choosing between a bunch of turds. I mean, I wasn't yeah. I wasn't. But I, I love the fact that we're choosing between I'm gonna, turds. I'm going to give my work. pick. I think we should watch The Cure for Wellness. Out of the three, <laughs> all right, whatever. I'm fine with it. I'm gonna Fuck be. It. I'm gonna be the. I'm gonna. I'm just gonna go out there and say, the Great Wall. Okay, so Steve's the Great Wall. Fuck Harvey. <laughs> Show hasn't even Wait, seen let, the, the trailer on. for. Cure I for haven't Wall. even seen the trailer for it. So, um, okay, I guess that I, should be. Fair. For, I'll just look at the poster. <laughs> the poster. Yeah, the poster. <laughs> I'll, 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 ba- I'll base it off of that. Just a, a bottom. Yeah, it's pretty. Uh, <laughs> oh, what the fuck. The Hold poster on. is like a vial, like a medicine vial or something, right? Uh, looks like homework. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what the Great Wall is, right? Yeah, yeah, with Matt uh, You know Damon. what Fist Fight is? Yeah. Uh, if I had to pick between those? those two, it's so Fist Fight's Great out. Wall. Okay. Fist Fight is out. Like, I, okay, I Fist Fight is <laughs> I, I mean, I feel, you know, I'm going Great Wall. Okay, so we got two for the Great Wall. I'm going Great Wall. Oh, yeah. the tiebreaker? Yeah. <laughs> Don't say it. It's not a tiebreaker. Because oh, it's not a tiebreaker. Both. Right now, Great Wall is winning by two or by one. And Great Wall or Cure for, cure for Wellness. Um, I feel like we'll get a lot of laughs out of the Great Wall. I feel like it'll yeah. be. I feel like Great Wall is going to be a huge episode if we watch that movie. Yeah. <laughs> oh, fuck, huge. There's a, there's a lot of pressure. Cure for Wellness. I feel like it'd be pretty quick. We'd be like, I feel like our our thoughts will be kind of out there and just. I feel like Great Wall. We can just kind of dig in there. We're doing yeah. Great Wall. <laughs> great Wall. Bring it on, Matt Damon. You're right, fucking secretly, I wanted the Asian. Great Wall. So I kind of manipulated you guys to think. You what? <laughs> I'm not even joking. What? <laughs> Harvey knew how bad I wanted to watch this yeah, movie. He was fucking saying it. Really? Yeah, he said yeah. it while we were oh. watching the trailer. You really want to see it? That bad? I really, I really didn't yeah. want to see it. Okay. It's whatever. And I'm going to see it in 3D. And 3D? Yes. I can't watch 3D. No, I don't do 3D. I've, All right, I've so weird. that's it. We're going to watch The Great Wall next week. And that being said, let's jump into our next little segment here. So every week we're going to try to do a small little section of the show where we talk about either current events, movie-related, or just uh, anything within the creative field. Uh, so this week we're going to just go kind of uh, 
broad here. We're going to talk about uh, things we're going to be working on throughout this year. As I said before in the intro, we are uh, aspiring filmmakers. Uh, some of us are in a completely different creative field, but I think uh, we all have something to bring together. And um, I think uh, we can work on something great this year. Uh, Shomo is new. Uh, Shomo has a lot of equipment, <laughs> so it will become in good use. So that's why I'm here. Yeah, that's why mm-hmm. he's here. <laughs> he came with the uh, goods. But uh, so, Shoma, I know you've been working on stuff, well, freelance work for yeah, for yeah. money. Uh, yeah, I've been doing like a <laughs> save, <laughs> save. Well, to be honest with you, sell out. No, seriously, to be honest with you, I wasn't oh, making much money like down there. Yeah. I was I was doing music videos and not charging people very oh, really? much because I just that. needed to get my portfolio up to date. Then I, the I started doing another thing. What's uh, that? I started vlogging. Oh for, yeah, for oh, a yeah, short yeah, amount of vlog. time. I just realized that. And then I had a revelation about okay. vlogging. What? I want to hear it. Yeah. So I, I usually hate vlogging. There's a few. I love. I, I really like. Uh, or back when he used to vlog, I really like Casey Neistat for, for certain reasons. His uh, his storytelling capabilities. Nice He's been on like NoFilmSchool.com. Like they've written articles about how he edits and and tells stories. And most vloggers to me are just fake. They they perceive like this this fantasy life where everything's great everything's happy and they just there's kind of no uh, emotion you, you're just it's like watching a like the real world but without the drama it's like envious he, he lives in this nice house and he gets to do these cool things and travel mm-hmm. and it's cool but it, it wears you out and I, I just didn't like it so i stopped doing that and i want to take it into more uh, documentary style. So is that going to be one of your projects this year? Yeah, I'm going to do some, like mini docs about my life and shit and my move here. Um, more more substance than a vlog, you know? I'll check it out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I was going to start writing like a script and stuff for okay, like, so explaining why I moved to New York and stuff like that. I like and, the in idea. addition, I want to uh, want to do a lot of stuff with homeless people and I also want to do a lot of uh, narrative work. <laughs> what do you want to do? <laughs> I'm glad no one watched over that. Everyone's just like, just wait, what? Well, from the success from Bum Fights. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I actually have a Bum Fights DVD. Oh, I'm wow. sure you do. Yeah, I found it on the bus. Oh, wait, what? Yeah. And you kept it? Yeah. What, what bus? Uh, school bus when I was in uh, seventh grade. And you still have it? It's somewhere in my house in Florida. Damn, I was going to say, it would be great to uh, whoever loses today. <laughs> we'll, we'll get into that uh, but yeah i want to do some some narrative work here too i want to write some stuff and work with you guys so yeah let's do it sounds great i know harvey's been talking a lot about this uh long anticipated horror movie what's that uh, all about i don't think it's in- anticipated by anybody um, i think it's anticipated by you <laughs> yeah, <mostly laughs> just me. i'm excited um, for it i don't know horror is probably yeah horror and sci-fi are my favorite genres so mm. i've always wanted to make a horror movie um, and I've got like an idea that uh, I want to execute. Uh, I want to shoot it upstate. And um, before you say the idea, just remember oh, not- how far our idea has gone. <laughs> also, before you say the idea, know that it's not copyrighted. Yeah, yes. I'm not really gonna yeah. go into detail. Yeah. Um, I just want to uh, shoot something that's pretty isolated in a cabin in uh, upstate Westchester. Um, yeah, I think that's all I'm gonna say about it. Uh, yeah. Uh, so okay, we have a horse, a horror movie based in a cabin upstate Westchester. I think that's a good formula for a horror movie. Yeah, I don't know if Westchester I, is that. I'd be down to. Yeah, I I actually worked on a horror uh, 
I so horror is like my least favorite. Well, not my least favorite, really? but I'm just mm-hmm. not a big horror uh, fan. Uh, it is a very page. subjective like, genre. Um, I but I, it, but I did a 48-hour film festival over the <clears throat> summer of 2016. 48-hour film, just in case anybody is wondering what it is. It's a worldwide festival in each city uh, where they give you a, a genre, some set pieces, and uh, 48 hours to write, shoot, and edit that film. That's intense. Uh, yeah, it's it's the craziest filmmakers exercise you could do. It's great. Everyone should do it uh, if you if you do this stuff. But uh, we did horror. We got horror, and I was just like, oh, I don't like horror. But horror turns out um, to be an easier uh, genre for independent filmmakers to to execute. I think to execute. But not to be successful. Yeah. Uh, not to be successful, but like I feel like there's a lot of um, indie horror films that that do make it. I suppose. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Whereas I feel I like think it's a, the hardest genre for an independent filmmaker to be yeah. uh, successful and good. I agree. But not the hardest to make. Yeah. It's a uh, yeah. It's just very difficult to um, scare people. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ours is more of like a thriller. I would say horror is the most subjective genre. Yeah. So that's why that's where it comes down to being, uh, you know, captivating for everyone. Uh, Steve, got anything going on this year? Uh, I started the year off. Uh, last year was actually a pretty interesting year. Uh, during the summer, I I used to work for a record label, and then I kind of got the boot in a way. I did get the boot. Uh, <laughs> get your shit and get out. Yeah, basically. And Clean then uh, I started working with this musician, uh, Ryan Mitchell Gray. Shout out. Uh, cool guy. And yeah, free advertising. Uh, I mean, you did that. it for Phil. I'm just kidding. We just could do this. We get one person per episode. You owe us, Ryan. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and we, uh, yeah, started just working on some like live acoustic sessions with him. Working on like video, just trying to learn the craft, learn like every aspect. And uh, and then I'm, I'm doing amazing video with him as well. And this year, I'm starting out with this production company, and I really want to. I don't know if I'm going to go down that route, but I really want to start being more creative and hands-on. I want to start making what I want to make. So uh, if it turns out to be just doing more video work, like music videos with different artists, uh, I am definitely down to do that. Or realistically, maybe pursuing like smaller little projects that I've written. I do have a project in mind that I had last year. And I've told you about several times that I want to execute. I just, yeah. I just didn't know how to go about it. I've listened. And uh, it's basically just the whole concept. It's just a series of short stories based around New York. And it kind of pays like homage. Like I want to have surrealistic elements like these weird just, you know, happenings to people, you know. And and uh, it's, you know, a little bit of Twilight Zone influence, a little You've bit. You've been just, uh, saying this for years, so you have no excuse now. Yeah, I have no excuse. You I've have been, all like, the tools. Yeah, I've written like two little stories that I think I could work on. And, uh, yeah, I think working on that and also just honing my craft and learning a little bit more about basically care. I feel like I'm just gear. I, I think that's my weakest point right now. I don't know a lot about gear. I feel like I should learn more. I got you, man. Uh, especially professional equipment. It's I know DSLR, but I don't know like professional level equipment. So I think that's where I'm at right now. Okay. And shit I want to do. Nice. about you, uh, Sean? So, yeah, what's going on with you, man? Uh, the first thing I want to tackle this year, like I did last year, I want to enter into the uh, Midnight Screenwriting Challenge again. I believe it's coming up in March. It is a $40 entry fee. Uh, basically, it's your basic um, screenwriting challenge. You're given a topic, a time period to complete it, 
and uh you're you're faced against probably a thousand contestants uh you're placed in the groups of 30 if you come in top five in that 30 you get to move on to the next level and there's three levels um so yeah i want to try this year last year i came in top eight <laughs> uh no wait top 10 that's great though i think yeah i think it was eighth place out of, out of like a thousand out of a hundred a hundred that's in still, my category shit, yeah that's great it's good but I didn't make it onto the second round because uh, you got to come within the five in your level. Mm-hmm. Uh, barely made the cut. But this year, uh, I want to push myself, try a little bit harder, and see if I can even get to level two. I'll be fine with that. But uh, I think it's a good experience. You, it is a challenge. It's intense. Um, just because you're given a very specific topic, uh, you have to throw in things that they, you know, that's kind of the guidelines. And it's kind of hard writing in that sense, in my opinion. Uh, I think we should all do it. Actually, it's forty dollars. Doesn't really hurt. Um, you get some good practice. Uh, the the best thing about this challenge is um, they give you criticism directly uh, relating to your film. Mm. Um, so it's good to get some uh, professional advice. That's good because the contest work. I did, yeah, they don't they don't give you shit. Like, <laughs> once you go, to the, the the premieres are like really unprofessional. And stuff. So why you didn't I think like that's it? Pretty valued. Just did it. <laughs> no, they don't even really tell you. I mean, I that's, think it's yeah, pretty. That's the best thing about pretty this one. valuable. And it's not that. just one person reading your script. It's like seven, uh, pe- seven people within the industry who who have worked in films and and they they sit down and read like a thousand screenplays and they actually give you like very specific advice on your story, which is pretty cool. Just to have somebody else read it and say something, even, yeah, even that, if it's a criticism, it's still cool, good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But uh, anyways, I also want to help you guys tackle some stuff. I have some projects of my own. It'll be kind of cool t- to work on a uh, horror movie drama or even a music video i haven't done a music video um since like yeah. 2011 music or so videos are the most like i don't know, I, they're a lot of fun i think i don't think yeah. they're very like profitable i mean maybe they are I, a lot of directors start it's, out in it's, music pr- videos, it's but, practice you know it's like you really um, but get, it, you they're crap. they're fun because of like yeah the, the very limitless uh bounds that it has like you can really just do anything for a music video be mm-hmm. very creative without sticking to a a plot or anything but Mm-hmm. So, that being said, everything we just said is like it's out there. So we have to do something. We can't we listen that? to this podcast a year from now. Like we haven't done shit. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, for real. That's why I came to this fucking city. Man. Yeah, I you can't. Have no excuse. I, yeah, I, I was dying there. But mm-hmm. Yeah, let's just let's don't do let it. the booze and drugs get involved, man. It's too late. Oh, okay. No, just kidding. <laughs> just kidding. It's I'm telling you from bacon what and cheese from what's Harvey. Been doing it. <laughs> And Steve, it's not good. <laughs> what well, you bitch Fucking ass. train wreck. <laughs> oh, man. All right. Sweet. So, yeah, yeah. that's out there. We have to uh, get together. And the thing is, we are we have to, like, stick together, guys. <laughs> Come together as one. We're going to be like NWA and shit. We're going to yeah. get all against each other and shit. <laughs> we can't get AIDS. <laughs> you can't tear us apart. Why does Steve get it? You got to unite. I don't know. We oh, are all man. epic here, for the most part. <laughs> crickets, white guy. Crickets. Oh, I, we didn't mention uh, what our background are. Steve is Dominican. Is yeah. Matter? Did you want them to know that? No. Well, they know that. <laughs> <laughs> all the people races against Dominicans just stop listening. Yeah, we, just we lost half our viewership right now. Yeah. Hey, Bobby. <laughs> Harvey racist. is Jamaican. If you couldn't tell. Yeah, Wait, I didn't, Jamaican, know, I didn't right? know you were Jamaican. Not 100%. Mostly. Uh... Creole? <laughs> <laughs> no. no. I am Guyanese. Um, Shoma is white. Hey, come on, man. 
He is two percent Cherokee, if you don't know. Yeah. I'm actually twelve point five percent. So this is this is kind of <laughs> this is like United Nations of podcasting right here. Yeah, it's kind of cool. What are, see, it's funny. New York City is like uh, I, I read on Reddit somewhere that uh, somebody was really angry about New York City. They they said New Yorkers pride themselves in diversity, but it's the most segregated place they've ever lived. Which I can kind of see that. But well, everyone kind of like they pocket yeah, themselves. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Communities. But look at us now. Look at us yeah. now, right? Making but we've been friends since yeah. uh, Florida. So. In this post-Trump world, we're <laughs> sticking together. That's right. That's yeah. why we started this podcast. Yeah. We have an agenda. My, my brothers and sisters. <laughs> this is an agenda podcast. We have an agenda. <laughs> All right, cool. So um, we have one little thing here we're going to do yeah, before yeah, we I'll, sign I'll off. I'll explain it because it was my idea. Um, I think it would be cool. All right, so I think it would be cool for us to kind of assign each other films. Um that, that we think the other person sh- uh, should see. could be a good film that you really want them to see. So it's basically a punishment or a treat. Well, yeah, on it depends think. on how that the uh, the winner of this game is feeling. Um, so we're going to implement this game into the uh, the mix. I have a dice here. It's a 10-sided. Is this 10 or 12? 12. 12. 12. 12-sided die. Yeah, it's from my D&D box set. Uh, oh, loser. Well, there goes all the girl listeners. <laughs> fuck. That is Steve the Dominican. <laughs> so what this game is um, It's going to give everybody an equal opportunity Depending if you have shit luck like me or not um, To <laughs> to uh, educate one of their co-hosts with a film uh, Educate? Yes, I mean it could be awful and It also comes in handy to know prior knowledge Of what your co-hosts have seen and not seen so. Yeah, I mean if you uh, So I, I think um, as a disclaimer here uh, We should all have like two things in mind before every episode that w- if we won this game we would assign the other person um i think we all kind of like watch our own little like uh, nooks and crannies of stuff i think we could probably uh, easily do that i know oh, well, I got a couple watched- shows that i have lined up for you guys i don't know if shows count um, let's stick to films yeah let's stick to films. i'm not trying to are, watch fucking yeah. seasons or anything <laughs> The only shows I'll like allow is like one episode of Black Mirror, but I've like, but I've seen them all or Twilight Zone or something. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, gonna, gonna say, say uh, I'm pretty sure everyone's gonna be giving out shitty movies. Yeah. No, no, I, I disagree. <laughs> no, I disagree. I, there's like a couple of Japanese films that I know none of you have seen. Like I said, oh, <laughs> you son of a bitch. <laughs> uh, so yeah, what I what I have here is a twelve sided die. Uh, the person who rolls the highest number uh, is going to assign the person who rolls the lowest number a film. Um, so two people won't be, you know, partaking. We should be able uh, to handle those rules. Then. Yeah, yeah, yeah we, should, we should be good. Uh, is this like a me against one of you? And are you going to be like against like Sean or something? And then I like no, no, no. Are yeah, we going to do teams, or are we just going to no, do? I say we all just roll place. a number, and if we if one of us rolls a double, two of us will be out of the game. I guess. Yeah, yeah for that but week. we wait so until forced. you know if two of us two in the middle roll a double, it won't matter. So we'll mm-hmm. see after we all roll what the numbers are. And we'll go. Do you for want it. to start us off? Yeah, I'll start us off. Ooh, you can get right uh, close. So to in the this table. scenario, there's only one winner though. Yeah, or yes. one loser. I mean. One loser. Yeah, yeah. Versus if we went against each other, there could be two losers. I think we should keep it to one loser. One loser. Yeah, that would yeah. limit the number of reviews we have to do. Yeah. yeah well, because just, that's the point, is to review the movie that you're chosen. I say keep it to uh, one victim. Okay. All right, so now we establish those uh, well-thought-out right. rules. I'm going to roll. I'm going to start us off. I'm kind of nervous. I'm normally bad <laughs> at things. 
What you, what's what's that hunch? Lo- <laughs> one time I lost all my money in a casino. So no, I'm just kidding. All right, here it goes. Is that your rolling? Oh, two. <laughs> right off the bat, I think we have a uh, loser. A two. Right, I guess I'm watching a film <laughs> today. Hi, Harvey. I rolled a two. Uh, Can you yeah. try me that too? <laughs> I'll try. I got right, so far. Four. Harvey's got me not beat. Bad, not bad. Yo, I'm so nervous. Ooh, Fuck, Sean's winning with an eight. eight. This on, is Steve. it. This is it. Sean, Sean gets assigned oh, me I a film. Was a one. Oh, <laughs> no. So, right, uh, so we I'm have eight versus two, up. and Sean has to assign me something. All right, let's see here. Should I go with a punishment or a treat? That's Pun- a, punishment right punishment now. Yeah. Now, punishment. Make yeah. Them make, yeah, this film has to be accessible. I mean, okay, accessible. I could get you any movie. Don't worry about that. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> you fucking a movie dealer. <laughs> bootlegs at the gas station. All right, give, give give me a second here. Let me let me think about this. We have a lot of options. We have horror, which is always. <sighs> I mean, he doesn't <laughs> like horror, so yeah, exactly. It yeah, be so horror. always. All right, let's, let me narrow it. It's gonna be a horror movie. Oh goddamn! <laughs> I'm in collusion with Harvey here. Just wait, we need to have repercussions wait, right so now. You got teams working against me. It's kind of <laughs> bullshit. That's to be like, what happens if he doesn't watch it? If he doesn't watch it, he's out the podcast. You guys, <laughs> <laughs> now, how about this? We we put a bottle of whiskey in the middle of the table. If I don't watch, it, I have to take like five shots. Oh, oh god, that sounds great. That sounds awful. I don't want to get sick. <laughs> you know what? No, if he doesn't do it, then he ha- then he has to go again. Like then he has two. Mo- oh my god, no, that'd be funny. No, man. that's just movies going to be piling up. All right, so I think I got a choice here. Okay. Um, we, me, Ugh. Harvey, and Steve actually sat down and watched this movie in our previous apartment in a basement somewhere in Queens. Oh, I don't, I know what you're talking about. Uh, this movie, uh, Seen it. I'm not sure why we watched it. I don't know. It I've... had no, like, hype or praise. We just put it on. Um, within 10 to 15 minutes in, I had already decided it was probably the worst movie I had ever seen in my life. <laughs> really? You guys are starting this strong? <laughs> I think, all right, now I'm narrowed it down to a few. I fucking told movies. you I was going to lose, <laughs> I didn't I? Didn't I fucking tell about. you? So. I think it was you that decided to watch it. Like a, it might have been me. Yeah. yeah. I think I actually even downloaded this movie for you us to out, watch as a movie You went out of the way. <laughs> I told you I was going to lose. But I think lose. this movie, I'm, I'm pretty sure this movie is on Netflix by this point. I think I've seen it come up a couple times. That films Netflix. you may like. Which would make sense. Um, so this movie, some of you may have not have heard of it at all. It is called Preservation. Uh, it is a horror movie. Uh, I know you don't like horror movies, and it makes sense to give you the worst one I've ever seen in my life. Okay. So Preservation. I want, you know, see if I win now. Now, now I'm gonna be blinded by vengeance. I really wanted to show you guys some some insightful well, films. Next time just win, I had some know? great Japanese Man, movies lined up for you. Turn the other cheek and give us a good movie. I mean, <laughs> uh, it doesn't, matter. doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. I already told you guys how. It was how Sean sh- that did it. It wasn't us. So yeah. I already told you guys how shit my luck was. I knew I was gonna lose going into this. <laughs> I'm gonna roll it's one kind of every fucking week. It was his idea too. I created this. Super excited. He explained all the rules to us. I was gonna give the Japanese. All right. Preservation. Finally, you're going to watch Vibrator. I've been waiting for you to watch this so long. <laughs> Have you seen that? No. You are going to watch that. I'm not going to um, watch that. Yeah, so one, there it is, guys. Day. Preservation. I'm watching Preservation. I'm going to watch this fucking fuck of a film. <laughs> All right, great. And then, uh, yeah. So that's it. That's it for this week, I suppose. So just to recap, uh, we're going to be watching The Great Wall next week. 
Shomo has to watch preservation. So hopefully, we're going to try to keep it consistent and drop every episode like a hot piece of fire. (laughs) 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 Ow, ow, it hurts. Every uh, Tuesday. Tuesdays? Yeah, Tuesdays. uh, Thank God I'm unemployed, right? Yeah. So I think that makes sense. Uh, Movies come out Friday. We'll try to get uh, the movie out the weekend and record every Sunday. What's everyone's schedule like? But I just swear I got distracted by some of his thoughts. I'm trying to figure out when we should record because um, uh, I'm thinking we should drop every episode by Tuesday. Yeah, Tuesday's fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, it doesn't any time from Friday to at least Sunday night. We'll just we'll just before the weekend comes, we all yeah get our schedules together and uh, figure out what day we're gonna record, and then day, whoever's free, we can all edit. Right, we're all technically sound. I think we can all do it. Because if somebody's busy, someone else might have to edit it, maybe. Because mm-hmm. that was my, my problem with the last podcast I did. I did every single bit of technical yeah. stuff. All right. Sounds good to me. So we'll drop every episode, every episode on Tuesdays, watch a movie by the weekend, and uh, we'll try to stay uh, consistent with it. Going up on a Tuesday. Yeah. So uh, that's it for us, guys. Uh, thanks for listening to Do the Right Film Podcast. My name was Sean. I'm Steven. And I'm Thomas. And I'm Harvey. See you later. Bye. Sayonara.